When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's good, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Fun With Dumb. We are celebrating the 50th year anniversary of hip-hop. Woo! Yikes. <laughs> and I had some friends join me, um, friends who have been on this journey with me in rap for quite a while. Uh, Three-fourth of the Bad Rap documentary crew. We got mm. Rick Lee. How you doing, sir? AKA lyrics from the year of the Ox Crew, baby. Yeah, we should mention lyrics because this is the hip hop you know, anniversary. We're doing the hip hop version today. And uh, today we also are joined by Rex Dizzy. Yo, what up? I replaced Steffi because she wasn't hip hop. <laughs> uh, I thought it'd be good to bring you guys on and talk a little bit about some of our favorite rap moments. And don't act too cool because we've had tons of favorite rap moments. No. I'm talking about you, don't act too cool. Because every time we talk about hip hop, what do you mean? I know you, you know, I Rick, know you, Rack. I, I know love you. Because he's say it. Hip hop moments. No, no, you left the South Bronx to come to Los Angeles and hike on Runyon. So stop. You left the home of hip hop. Wow. To come to Los Angeles. LA is hip hop too. LA is very hip hop. All right. Don't get it twisted because I'm from here. Right. The only twist so thing you you'll saying? do is the West Coast sign right here down the middle. No, I'm kidding. Uh, anyways, um, we all love hip hop. We grew up on hip hop. It's a huge influence on everything we do, and yeah. it, it's brought us some amazing opportunities and amazing experiences and adventures. And I Absolutely. think that's the biggest things. Yes, it's brought us great opportunities, but really the experiences, man, that's <laughs> that's priceless. And I mean, we wouldn't be friends if it wasn't for hip hop. I yeah, so. exactly. Yeah, I mean, exactly. That's one huge experience, but it, the amazing experiences that are priceless. Yeah, and also worth nothing. You know, <laughs> it's at the same time. Yeah. You know, so uh, it's, it's amazing. I and are you talking about uh, freestyling <laughs> drunk? At, freestyling, at wait, yeah, for hours that has brought us zero opportunities. <laughs> Actually, maybe we've lost opportunities. Yeah. <laughs> um, but oh, I want to kind of break down some of your first memories in hip hop. Damn. Let's start with that. I think that's a good start. Mm. What's your first memories, right? Break it down for I us. I think, um, you know, uh, growing up, I think, like, my friends were up on hip-hop before me. Mm. Yeah. But then it wasn't until, like, I heard, like, I think it was Method Man, Sweet Love. Mm. It was just, like, raw. It was, like, pornographic. And I was a very perverted child. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, like, wow, like, this can exist in yeah. music? And that that hooked me. Yeah, so horny rap yeah, songs horny and rap, rap skits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was tons of horny Come rap on, skits, by the man. way. You yeah. know, the golden era of hip hop was very horny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the Lil Kim, Biggie, fuck. Yeah, team. all those. Yeah. West, you know, with Dre albums. Oh yeah. I heard he really broke a toilet. 
<laughs> no, for real, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, There's no, a little hip-hop uh, tidbit for you. <laughs> hip-hop horny facts. <laughs> Curated by Rex Dizzy. So, yeah. so that experience, your hormones are raging, you listen to this horny rap song, and yeah. that's what got you into the culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, um, you know, from there, you know, obviously, I expanded out of that. And, you know, a, a lot of, you know, like, I think all of us, like, we did the fucking knowledge. Like, we went and listened to, like, old school rap. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. that was like before our time. You yeah. Know, like in like Jungle Brothers or right, like right, you know right, I mean? right, like, right. Uh, Cool G Rap, Big Daddy Kane. Like everyone kind of goes through that little phase, right? So you listen to what's playing on the radio and a modern rap, and then all of a sudden you get so deep into it, yeah. you start going back like decades, yeah. different genre, subgenres yeah. of hip-hop. I think me and you too, we're like we we dipped into like the underground oh, and like yeah. the weirdo oh, shit and like, yeah. I don't. Were you like into? Are you kidding me, dude? I was who, a definitive jux. Oh, Def Jux. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Ooh. Before before that though, like, how did you get into? How did you get into rap? Coolio's Gangster Paradise, bro. Ooh. That I was think, my. Are first. we like same era? Because that's one of the first things that got me into hip hop too. Yeah, yeah. Yo, I got my. I got beat in the van because. The Gangsta's Paradise. It Wait, sounded like church van, right? A church van. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, my cheeks got beat. You know? <laughs> Shut up. I'm sorry. You know in Gangsta's. <laughs> sorry, we'll edit that part out. Yeah, you know in Gangsta's Paradise, it sounds like a choir. It sounds like a gospel song. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. So my parents love that. My parents was like, oh, I like this. You know. So we went to a a, a Tower Records back then. And then I bought the album. I bought I bought it on a cassette tape and I popped it in. And the first song, so much cursing. Yeah. My dad's like, what is this? He literally parked the car and one-handed just started hitting me. Yeah. He's like, don't listen to this. Do the do the tape out the window. And that was my first experience of hip-hop right there, dude. Just getting oh beat up, God. just listening to Coolio. Un- thinking that, you know, the whole song, that they're going to like it. And then... Um, getting a holy Getting a holy Bro. I, I love how both of you guys got into hip hop through the the sounds, like literally <laughs> the audio aspect of it. Like it was a horny rap song. Yeah, and yours is sounded gospel like. Yeah, yeah. So you got into Gangsta's Paradise. <laughs> what was your? I, I love I, I love that he held an album listening party for his parents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's stupid, bro. It's I know, man. Nah, it was just like let's pop this tape in. Let's see. We just bought it. And yeah, it was it was dumb. It was like yeah. putting on porn in front of my you know my parents. Yeah, I mean I, I remember that song and I like that song too. But like, um, also one of my first memories of actually listening to a rap song, aside from like MC Hammer, was uh, like Onyx mm. Slam. Yeah, Slam. Yeah. Um, but yeah. then but then yeah, the the Method Man joint really got me. Right, right. Yeah. Mine was like so. My first experience with hip hop was when my dad would take me to the store with him all the time in downtown LA. Yeah. Mm. And right next to his shop was an electronic store that had a boom boxes. And what they do is they just play the local radio station like right. all day to to show that they're, you know, boom boxes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they work. Yeah. They work. <laughs> yeah, they work. Yeah. yeah, so I'm listening to like 92.3 to beat, K-Day, right. a Power 106, and they're playing all the West Coast hip-hop joints. That included Gangsta's Paradise. That mm. had Ice Cube, Snoop Doggy Dog, you know, Doggy Style. Snoop Doggy yeah, come Dog. Come on, bro. And who did it? That, was, that, <laughs> yeah, was, that yeah. was a banger during that yeah. time. So this was this must have been when we were, like, really young. This was probably, like, third, fourth grade, maybe some somewhere around that time yeah, yeah. when yeah. The, those records came out. 
So that's when I was, and and it could have been rock, I guess, if the electronic store just played <laughs> rock music all day. You know what I mean? I could have right. just been could have a been a whole different trajectory. It could have been a whole. If you played Bollywood, I would have been out here like you know just really dancing. I could see you as a guitar player. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro, for yeah. Sure. So so that was my first experiences, and then I got hooked. And like you said, you get to a certain age, and you start digging into more underground stuff like ruckus. In the crates, should I say? Or yeah, what? yeah, digging into crates. <laughs> sound right. bombing was a pretty influential like yeah. underground record. Ruckus, sound for bombing sure. too. Hell yeah. Um, uh, I think that was the beauty of also like loving hip hop was like just your friends like sharing shit with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like just finding new shit. Be like, yo, you, you haven't heard this joint. Yeah. You know, like I, I was on the East Coast and like primarily I was listening to like, you know, Jay-Z and all that, right. you know, um, East Coast rap. But then I remember my boy came to school one day and he had the he had a dilated people CD. Mm, and yeah. that's, some you know, it's rare on yeah. the East Coast. You know, it's a West Coast thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, that's I was like, this sounds crazy. Like that, I, I do feel like the underground hip hop movement made everything more interesting because right. you had those subgenres, but you had regional underground too. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You had the sound bombing, Lyricist Lounge, all that was East Coast, but you had the West Coast Jurassic 5, Dilated People. You know what I mean? And these were pretty Quality big hieroglyphics. Yeah. You know what I mean? Living yeah. Legends. What's that like, one? Galapagos 5? Galapagos. Yeah, that's something? Chicago. Yeah. Yeah, that was Chicago. They had their underground Blackalicious. Blackalicious in New York. Was insane. Okay Player. You know, you know what's cool too? Like I think while we are growing up, that was when the internet just started popping exactly. off. Exactly. I was going to say that. So, like, we got to find websites, like, the first blogs or, like... That's true. Like, you know, like, hip-hop site. Those communities were strong. Phila Flavor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. OK Player. OK Player. AZN Raps was a, a specific AZN message board. Raps, that was a specific bro. message board for Asian Did you have rap an artist enthusiasts. page on there? Did you have an artist I used page? to go at it with fools on there. Yeah. So even that time, there was a thing called Key Styling. Key Styling. I was just about to bring that up. We got to mention, we got to drop Key Styling. We got to bring up Key time. Styles, bro. Yeah, that was AOL chat rooms. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So Key Styling, for those of this generation, <laughs> was, it's, it's a term... Um, made from freestyling mm-hmm. and it's people who's typing in raps there's yeah. no audio no nah. yeah. they're just sharing literature yeah <laughs> they're sharing no, poetry but, 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 but we would be in a chat room and we would do it on the spot right so right, 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 right yeah so it's freestyling you're you're typing in the freestyle yeah, right yeah so right. you can respond to what people are saying like right oh, like you know this is right. what it looks like you like say a verse and then you read theirs like ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he got me right there. This is all freestyle. I didn't backspace once. <laughs> no, did, but, you, did you use the slash to like, to, right, to like separate the, the separation the of bars? Come on. Yeah, yeah. No, but I, why, wait, why was there not audio though? Was it because it was, it took too long to There do that? was after a while, like, uh, was Pal that the Talk? evolution? Do you remember Pal Talk? And like I didn't really Trillo get into the audio that. style of it because DJs I was already, used to do that. Cause I was freestyling. <clears throat> we were all freestyling in person, right? Yeah, like yeah. in our yeah. local schools or, yeah. or open mics, but online you did this key styling thing oh, man. because there, I guess no one was live chatting like clubhouse or something. Nah, they right? didn't have that at that time. Got you. Got you. Yeah. So yeah we were the just, key style was heavy. Yeah. And luckily for me, man, like I'm from, you know, McLean, like the suburbs of Virginia, right? Yeah. And Zoe and I, we went to the same high school, same middle school. So he started DJing. He he was definitely more into hip hop than I was because he had a friend. 
We have, you know, those Filipino friends that you have that yeah. just kind of know. Sh- you, they just know it. They're, they're all Filipinos are the original plug into anything, every pocket of hip hop. Yeah, hundred percent. Was was a presence of Filipinos big out in the East Coast? Yeah, but my Filipino friend just put me onto Kai, which was an R- <laughs> which was an R&B group. Yeah, shout out right. Kai. Yeah, I mean that was big. Nah, but it's just we had this one Korean kid that moved to McLean. I forget where he was from. But he had like the Akuma beads. His name was Lawrence, and he was into like MF Doom and just kind of like oh, all yeah. like cannabis, like like something that just opened my. Because I was listening to like mainstream, yeah. like Coolio. You know, I was listening to stuff like that. They're like, nah, dude, you need to get into the underground. And that's when I just fell deep into it. And then there's did you this, like Doom when you first heard him? No, I, I didn't. didn't either. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. With and you. then it clicked. It's because right, I, right, I, right. I, I that's the click. It. Because for me, it was about the cleanliness of it. You know, it was about just kind of like. And also at that time, my brain wasn't developed at a point where I understood the intricacies of what he was saying. You know, yeah. for us, it was just like, oh, the fourth bar or like the syllable like sounds good. It was like duck duck duck. You know, the underground felt really cool at that point too. Oh, when man. they said, "Gotta you- get into the underground," and then this guy lights a torch and he's like, "Follow me." <laughs> <laughs> He opens a locker and it's like a tunnel to the, to the game. Sage Francis. Yeah. <laughs> Make shit <Locks>. Patriot. Stop <laughs> rock daylight. 100%. 100%. No, did you, but did you guys go through? My bad. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, did you guys go through like a that ain't hip hop phase? Of course. Yeah, yeah. Of course. I couldn't even enjoy Nelly because <laughs> yeah. I was in that Yo, phase. I was of like, of course. This is bullshit. But, but the thing people don't realize that even during that time, mainstream was. Um, really diverse. The sound was so diverse. Yeah. Because yeah. now, you know, 2000s hip hop is popping and we go back and like every song sounds different from each other. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? So it was eclectic. I had a very skewed uh, view of underground hip hop. At that time, it wasn't even the sonic difference. It was like, if it's successful, it's not hip hop. <laughs> you know what I mean? If it's polished, it's not hip hop. Like, I'm staying broke. <laughs> yeah. no, I want all my favorite artists to be broke and shit. <laughs> It was crazy, man. Yeah, we like, didn't really have a good grasp of nah. what was really real hip hop. Hundred percent, hundred percent. But also, I think that at that time we were growing up, we're like, like angsty teens. Yeah, and like all, I feel like all kids go through that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they oh, I know what the the f- is up. Exactly. I, I will say a lot of times what kept even when I was into underground. I was into mainstream hip hop not just through the listening to the songs, but the music videos. Yeah, like BT Uncut Dude, was crazy. You see the mainstream videos with girls half naked, yeah. and our hormones are raging, so we're tuned in on yeah. a school night at like one a.m. on BT I would, Uncut. I would record it on, on like VHS, bro, and you play it back. So <laughs> are I you serious? Touch myself. Wow. Oh my man. God. <laughs> Dude, MTVs when they played music videos. Dude, music videos was everything back then. Yeah, man. we had a video. Box? Fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Music box? Yeah, yeah. Dude. I just, I remember certain just flat, quick flashes of raunchy music videos that stuck with me forever. Which One ones? was Nelly Tip Drill. Oh, yeah. The credit card swiped through the butt crack. Yeah. <laughs> that was insane. That was yeah. iconic. To this day, that's an insane thing right, to do. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? <laughs> Hot in Her was good. Um, what? what a, I'm thinking about raunchy Hot in Her, dude. Uh, I didn't hear her was good. I didn't hear, yeah, because like in the middle of the video, the uh, the water sprinkler system went off. The, the courses take off all your clothes, you know what I mean? So they started stripping. I remember it was a very nice yeah, video, Kaya, but... my back video. Oh my god, that was crazy already. Heck yeah. Um, 
Oh, MySpace. So this is one thing I, I was going to bring up before I go into MySpace. Our era, we definitely experienced so many format changes. Mm. We're talking like from tapes, cassette tapes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's around the, our era when that yeah. started. To CDs. Yeah, recording recording songs off the radio. Yeah, the yeah, that onto cassette tapes. Yeah. CDs, uh, mini disc. Yeah. Oh, MP3 yeah. players. That's Those are like wild. all four different formats that we actually yeah. used. And yeah. then iPod eventually. Well, even CD players, we had that um, little time period where we could like put like 100 songs on a CD. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Come on. Well, like as files, right? Yeah, yeah. As Which files. I still don't understand. <laughs> like why when we, you know what I mean? Like when we play, when we put in burn a CD, yeah. it's like 12, 15 songs. Right. But you could burn it as a file and put over 100. <laughs> it's like what? Right, right, And then right. there'll be certain CD players that could play that could it play as it. files. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I never understood that. Bro. Anyways, yeah. <clears throat> I put like, <clears throat> like, Mad classic, all the classic like old school hip hop albums on a CD, and just ran that. Yeah. So I don't remember honestly. I've listened to like all this, but I don't remember like any because it all just kind of ran together. Yeah. There's two types of people, man. They're the ones like me where I remember in my car I would just have a spindle of blank CDs, Mm -hmm. and I wouldn't even label them. You know, I was too late. Like, I would just burn it, and you have to to look at the back and be like, and see how much it's burnt. That's how you could tell. Shut up. 100%. Oh, my God. He said, like, you know, the crazy thing is, like, I was so off the wall where, like, I'd burn a CD full of beats to freestyle to, and then I add one more or two more beats to that same playlist and then burn that again. So I have the same cd with two more songs yeah, yeah and yeah. then that will just add up you know and then we go to the studio record and then we'll burn it onto the cd 100 percent. there's those types of people and then there's people like zoe that had the binders you he know what the, i mean he had the binders. it was like it was like he magic to card binders. gather yeah, yeah, yeah. dude. And, i feel like that's one of my first memories of zoe i was like in the wit with him and yeah then i checked out his binder official and then i was like all right, I respect you, bro. Official. Yeah. I, I think Zoe, but if you see somebody with a binder like that, you know their life is organized. Yeah. Their house is probably clean, doesn't leave his <laughs> clothes out. Like me, I'm a, like, I'm a messy dude. Yeah. So I had the crazy binders where three are in one yeah. sleeve. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, three I had all types of 100%. craziness going on. Do you have the binder or do you have the, uh, the, the visor? I didn't have device. I, I would see some people with devices like, chill, bro. Really? Music <laughs> is my life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the soundtrack to today. <laughs> Yo, the worst thing, damn, this is nostalgia. I hated the CD changer in the back of the car. You know where you can't change I the CD? I did see those. I until, yeah, that's the worst. Is you, that you when have you have to, the crazy system or what? Nah, it's just like a three-disc CD changer, but then you have to park the car, pop the trunk, and then change the music. That was the worst. These kids because will never know the these struggle, These kids will, will never know, man. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Nah. I, I, I just remember I've gotten my car broken into and people, someone steal like my, my binder yeah. of CDs, and that was miserable. Like that's a lot of work and collection that Hell you yeah. put into I mean, it. CDs are like fifteen dollars too. Like they're expensive. Like, yeah, expensive. I used to well, steal CDs. Yeah, at, at Tower Records and and um, you were just a little rascal. <laughs> <laughs> Every time he talks about his youth, he was just a little rascal, bro. I will say though, you know, I I will say for anybody who is struggling and broke, yeah, I can't imagine anyone not stealing. <laughs> I'm just saying right. it's tough like right. I remember back then I was broke as sh- 
and like really struggling too. Yeah. My, I'm, I'm stressed out because my mom's struggling, all that. Exactly. I was like, how do motherfuckers survive without stealing? Yeah, you're not Jean Valjean from Les Miserables. Like, <laughs> he's not even getting like food. He's just like, so I'm just seedy. saying, because I, I would work these, you'd work these jobs full time yeah. and you get your check and you're like, what? Yeah. This is crazy. Yeah. Am I working for free here? That five finger discount. Bro. I don't know. Again, so where you got your music? I'm not encouraging anyone to steal, but Tower Records was a spot. What was your go-to? Like not, in New not York, tower. you just had a lot of. We weren't tower. I'm, I, I just for some reason I slipped my mind what the other Amoeba? main. Cha- no, 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 no. There was Fye. No. What the? What was some CD chains? Do you remember? There I mean, was, it was one tower in, records for me. Not tower. I told. I just slipped. There my was mind another right one actually. You're right. B. Uh, we had coconuts and flushing. Dang. Yo, I remember going to New York um, on school trips and just picking up as many mixtapes as possible. This from Virginia? Yeah, from Virginia. Mm. Take the Chinatown bus. Go, uh, Not Chinatown bus, like the school bus for like a, a trip. Because I was in band. So we like perform in Har- Carnegie Hall and stuff like that. And then while everyone's like <laughs> rehearsing and stuff, I would sneak off by myself and go to like the corner and try to buy weed and yeah. and mixtapes, stuff like that. Were, were you like the biggest hip hop head in your school? Yeah, I would say So for did sure. you look crazy like you're talking like huge baggy fat farm like yeah. were you wearing like a do-rag oh, and a fitted look, like no, no, did you look crazy no, no. you never do-rag. wore a do-rag i didn't do that i look like the typical korean you know like the shaved head quadruple xl everything yeah. you know what i mean i'll have a wristband <laughs> on for no reason but how about your school were you they know, all you know cool? the nike wristband did you wear nike yeah, wristband yeah, back of course, in the day of for what why yeah. do we do <laughs> what do we do that but for? what were you i had the headband upside down so the nike's upside what down what was the bro? favorite genre in your school was it hip-hop though nah man it was my, it nah, really my i mean they like like the raunchy kind of like the white people, the, you know, like the white people hip Somebody once told. Oh, no, no. <laughs> that, I mean, they love that shit too, for sure. But no, nah, it was Zoe, I myself. <laughs> in in my high school, there was two black uh, two black kids. In your That's whole it. school? Yeah. And how many Asian school. kids? There was, there was, there was more Asian. Yeah, there was yeah, more yeah, Asian yeah. than black. Yeah. yeah. So oh, you, absolutely. you were friends with the two black kids and you guys yeah, were yeah. rapping together we're and just stuff? just rapping, or? exactly. I'd but, stay but the after. the black kid's name was Sheldon. <laughs> Pierre. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, f- what is it? We'd stay after school. Like the after school, we, we started like the break dancing. Was group. there a club? Did you guys make yeah, a club? Yeah, club. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like when, you, when you're when you not from that culture and you're like trying to be part of it, you go OD hard. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Wait, so can you still break dance? Nah, dude. No, no, no. How good were you in break dancing? I didn't, I, not at all. I could do like 1900s. I used to pop lock. <laughs> are you serious <laughs> no that's that's a good that's a good thing um you know we talk about music uh, hip-hop but yeah. you know hip-hop is four elements you come know on so it's break like, it down what are the four elements bro <laughs> no no but like we all we we try to dabble in all of them like of you course. know like I'm, you try djing yeah, did, yeah, did yeah, try, yeah. Did you try like? Of course, yeah, yeah. Wait, do do you think do you think any kids nowadays have had a conversation talking about the four elements of hip hop? I'm just curious. Four elements of hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just curious, like, because when we were growing up, we everyone kind of dabbled in everything. Yeah, yeah. Because I know I tried everything to see which one I liked <laughs> I the was most. So trash at yeah, I was trash everything, and I was like, oh, rap makes sense. Like, I like Craig and Joe's yeah. talking. People are listening to me. 
and I could rhyme on the spot. I was, yeah. was kind of good at it. You know yeah. what I mean? I think and that's coming from being like an outgoing social person in the classroom. Right. Like I, that was my first stage, I always say, in the classroom. You know what I mean? <laughs> of course. <laughs> you no. said it a little too much. No, no you're yeah. right. You're right. But yeah, from there on, I, I, that was like the path. But I was out you know doing graffiti zoe and i man we tr we'd sneak out at night to go graph yeah yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. tag up <laughs> i was tagging up desks i had sketchbooks what was your what was your tag name do you have one do you i remember? had a few and it was embarrassing because every time i had one there was a guy who was better than me and more legit with the same <laughs> name and i had the most embarrassing moment one time yeah i was on the bus right and i'm like like you know on my sketchbook drawing and then um some dude was like, oh, you right, bro? I was like, yeah, right. Like, what's your name? I'm like, Micro. You know? <laughs> yeah. I went with Micro. During that time, it was a short period of time. Right, right. And the other guy's like, I write Micro. <laughs> and then, like, he showed me his book, and it was just, like, fire Damn. I was like, yeah, I'm not, don't worry about it. You're Micro. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be writing that again. But it was just, like, embarrassing. Because right. I, what are the odds that I ran into the exact dude that writes the name that I had That's chosen? That's so funny. That's it was insane. Crazy. Uh, my face was red, bro. That's crazy. Uh, what was such your, what a poster. Wait, how old were you? This was probably eighth grade. Oh my god! Yeah, it was it was terrible. That's I didn't have a, I didn't have a tag. I, I I tried to like write in my you know binder or whatever, yeah, and yeah. it was just so trash. I was like, I'm not doing it. It's so hard, dude. Um, but yeah, no, like, uh, you know, it, it's funny that you didn't even you didn't get into a fight. You know what I mean? Because like know. people are so territorial. No, about no, no, that for shit. sure. He was Absolutely. he was he was more he wasn't like the tag banger type. He was more like. Uh, the do you remember like okay let's talk about garments during this time <laughs> like the underground hip-hop days yeah. yeah uh like the beanie that holds the dreads there's like <laughs> yeah, a white yeah, it was yeah. a white dude with that oh okay yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he was he so was a like, tagger i write micro <laughs> <laughs> yeah so he was kind of like conscious hip-hop type yeah, yeah, of yeah. tagger you, dude you know you, what i mean so you. That was, that was the guy it was chill because if it was like a tag banger that could have been a territorial yeah, thing yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. um but yo talk Speaking of uh, conscious hip hop, yeah, do you have a you, you guys have a conscious hip hop I phase? I did. I feel like I'm still in that phase, to be honest. With you. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, nah, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, but conscious hip hop definitely to me, I was just like, yeah, this is that real. Yeah, this is that real. You know, I, I will say I got a shout out when I was about 14 years old. I met this woman at this youth center that I was going to, and she was like uh, from Chicago, and she was a hip hop head that like was kind of uh, working with the inner city kids and introducing them to cool hip hop. And she introduced me to like that conscious side of hip hop. That's when I learned about like KRS-One, yeah. Black Star. Yeah, like yeah. Common. Common. Common, I remember listening to Retrospect for Life for the first time and yep. I cried, bro. <laughs> you I cried? I cried, yeah. What, what did it make you feel? <clears throat> like what was the first thing that ran through your mind? It's like, I don't know, like he, like he was talking about like his significant other like getting an abortion and shit. I was like, <laughs> this is a real story. A real yeah, story, <laughs> this is true life. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and I remember, like, um, you know, listening to those songs and listening to, like Dead Prez and stuff like that. It really kind of put me on to like, just like you know, the systemic racism and all that. Right. Shit, you know what I'm saying like, hell yeah. Right. Um, yeah, that is true. I think a lot of us <clears throat> we didn't learn about a lot of that. Uh, we wouldn't have even maybe learned about it if it wasn't for hip hop, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Because like, our Korean friends, like, they're so, like, in their shit and they'll, they'll say shit like, you know, like, oh, Koreans came to America, they got their shit together, like, how come black people can't? Right. Like, wild yeah. shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, some mad ignorant. And then, and then, like, 
just because like we listen like to hip hop and you know like expanded our vision we 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 could be like nah it's not how right. it is you know? right yeah if anything i do feel like hip-hop kind of gives us a voice in a way to share our stories like the way it did for the black community yeah with their story because not a lot of people would have been listening to that story unless it was presented through rap you know what i'm saying yeah. and, and not to discredit any of the work of like old like civil rights of leaders course, and stuff but course. like the modern civil rights leaders are like some of these rappers who were sharing yeah. these stories <clears throat> yeah and like the young asian kids in koreatown wouldn't have exactly. known about them you know what i mean so yeah i mean because i'm well you know like history is you know is it's just a record of what happened but like art is like the vibe of what it was like mm. right you know what i mean and so like i think rap music definitely is one of those things that really captures the the actual feeling you know what i mean yeah and then gives it a voice that they they found the best way to share the stories we got <laughs> we sure. gotta asians gotta get on that too 100 percent. you know what yeah, I mean? yeah yeah dude i mean listening like nwa bro yeah exactly the police like yeah you know the roots i had a very heavy roots uh period yeah when i was in was when i was in europe like that's all, all i would listen to like, you, you got me more? was crazy you got come on bro i even went back to common too gaining <laughs> one's definition like all those tracks man yeah. definitely yeah. I, I mean that's what that era just had so much diversity as far as music minneapolis had a scene oh, with yeah, rhyme with atmosphere and, and atmosphere yeah. and idea necro had his own come movement on, you know yeah uncle howie anticon yeah. like the super weird you know is a lot of different regional and subgroups it was crazy you know so different because east coast underground hip-hop and west coast underground hip-hop like west coast underground hip-hop you guys love like mad syllables <laughs> you know what i mean like the style was just so different to me east coast and it was was mad syllables too but but like more on beat i feel like I feel like the West Coast, it was more just like... Oh, they're, trying to, they're trying to cram as many words. Yeah, as they, oh, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It was just different, man. I, I feel like a lot of the West Coast underground, they had these like playful kind of raps. Yeah. Mm. Hit it like a baseball bat or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a baseball bat and we're hitting something with it always, right. you know? And then right. all the East Coast underground dudes were on shrooms. I mean, uh, not shrooms, sherm. Sherm, They were a little bit darker, right? Yeah, I would say. Smoking yeah. dust that was yeah. all different for sure yeah i mean but you also had some dark stuff in the west coast like brother lynch hung <clears throat> you yeah. know like yeah. like a more darker yeah do you guys ever get into horrorcore rap that's that's necro right that's you like, did. <laughs> <laughs> did did you get into horrorcore not really i i Shut always up, like just say it yeah a little bit <laughs> you know a i do in jl <laughs> i think i saw a dumb tweet recently where someone was like how come hip-hop doesn't have these subgenres like the way rock has indie and this and yeah. that and i was like what there's yeah. so many there's like a so crazy many. amount of subgenres in rap it's crazy yeah and now there's all this different language rap uh you know you know just thinking about back to the moments too like yeah. i remember the first time traveling abroad and across the country for music and i i felt like that was the coolest way to experience different parts of the world 100 you know, like going across the U.S. still to this day sometimes is weirder than going across like out of the country. Yeah. Like going to mm -hmm. like Wisconsin is sometimes right, weirder right. for me than going to like Korea or, you know, I don't know. What's the thing that we always Europe. say when we go to like a restaurant in the mid? It's like, you boys aren't from around here. Huh? <laughs> I've literally heard that exact thing. <laughs> 
thing phrase. Yeah, y'all aren't from around here. Like yeah. the sushi we make fun of. We I, we've heard. Do you remember that one time we went? Yeah. We were on tour. We go where the Mount Rushmore is. Where is that? North Dakota North, or North something? Dakota, yeah. And I think we, we're coming from the Mount Rushmore. We saw it for like five minutes. We're yeah, like, eh, yeah. that's what it is. Okay, right. cool. We saw enough. And then we were, went into like a restaurant, and I think some dude literally said, said that. there's yeah. a great sushi spot down the street. <laughs> we had just eaten, and we're walking out. <laughs> And we were like, uh, thanks. Oh, <laughs> but it was, he was trying to be nice. I think he was trying to be nice. Yeah. I think that's the thing. People don't realize, like, they want to be accommodating and they think you're, they're being accommodating yeah. to you, but. I mean, it's eight Asian kids in a van, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Accidentally racist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What are some good memories of, of you guys on doing shows and touring and all that? Um,. I had a random invite to Switzerland, yo. So, like, you know, I went to school there. I yeah. came back. And one of the, like, my friend's younger brother, he was, like, promoting this party in uh, Switzerland, Roman's Horn. So he flew Zoe, myself, and Manifest out to Switzerland. That that was crazy. Just, like, landing in the, landing in the airport, like, damn, our bars brought us here, man. You know what I mean? Like, just you that said, feeling. You said that? Yeah, yeah. Our you bars. know what I mean? Our, our bars brought us here, That's man. true. I, you know what? I, I think everyone has that moment. Yeah. Once you, you go to an amazing place and you're like, dang. 100%. Like, like I remember being in the pool at the hotel, just kind of, like, waiting and then be like, man like this is crazy because my friends are probably at home doing like working somewhere you know doing a nine to five and i'm over here traveling and experiencing life because because of rap and i remember like every time i go to a hotel or i travel there is that moment where i think that i'm thankful for sure you know i think that's one amazing thing is that (laughs) we're willing to take that trip just for the trip covered yeah you know what I mean? And not no pay. Dude, we come from like, the era where we paid that for the trip. Because Yeah, because the experience is worth so much to us that yeah. we're like, oh, yeah, of course we're down. Yeah. You know? And I, I don't know if every job kind of has that. Right. You know, if your company's like, uh, you know, we need you to work next week, but we'll send you to Hawaii. There's no extra pay on top of that. <laughs> They're not going to go. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, they might. You think so? Yeah. Oh, man. I'm curious. You, yeah, but they're still <laughs> work. They have to work. You know, Yo, what I mean? there were times that we went on tour and we didn't have enough gas money to go to the next stop, so we had to sell our merch. You know, I remember like Lyriflip. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Lyriflip was a master hustler uh, yeah. when it comes to merch, but just it just we came from the era of like we paid, we lost money to do shows back. Oh, in I've the day. Lo- I used to lose money on shows. Yeah, yeah, like because you're also buying drinks sometimes. Like, yeah, or sometimes you'll do just do it for drink tickets <laughs> and you have to pay for gas. Right. I, I I do really appreciate that. Like, what was a, your first show? Like, what was your first dumbfounded 2002. show? Two thousand two. Two thousand two. Two thousand two. I remember my first show. Where I was, was it? Nervous at? as hell. <clears throat> I want to say it was it was in L.A., but I I don't I forget what it was. Right, right, right. And it was more like a kind of a show where like different kids from the youth program were kind of uh, doing it. But you. my first like real L.A. underground show, I would say, was two thousand three. Mm. Yeah, so that was a real one. Right. You know, I'm on a flyer and I'm. I'm what song with, did you perform? I think I used to have, okay, like my first original songs, and no one will know these songs because they're not out or anything, but I had Wizard of LA. <laughs> can you spit? Can you, do you remember some words? And the Wizard of LA. <laughs> like Wizard of Oz? It was like Wizard of Oz. 
But I talk about my adventures in L.A. and meeting like an L.A. version of the Scarecrow, the Tin Man, and the oh Lion. Yeah, and it's fire. <laughs> I'm in oh Koreatown on the Yellow Brick Road. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I was young, man. And I thought I was hella creative. Yeah. And, and Rick even knows some of these early songs. Oh, I had a man. song called Channel Surfing. 100%. This is a super original. <laughs> HBO, Cinemax. <laughs> Kinda. Yeah. He had a song called Club Elements, right? Just four rappers and they were fire land. We were fire, water. earth, water, or, and something. And, and they were trying to get into the club. We're trying to get into the club and each rapper's rap, like using f- from his element. Sounds like the club was fire. It was hot, this, and the earth guys, like we were dirt poor and we had, you know, like, it was crazy. Yeah, so we did a lot of themed <clears throat> tracks. Oh, like, I did a lot of themed like that. I had a song called like Internet Something where I used the gang of internet references. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was a very themed rapper guy. I was all into themes. Um, That's crazy. Rick, uh, so I remember early on, like let's talk about the first time we met. We Mm. met through hip hop. Yeah. Interesting fact. Bro, we walked in. That was like a martial arts movie. I'm going to talk about the two times, we like individually, how we met. So I met Rick through an Epic High show. Mm. I was in New York. I was opening for Epic High. Right early 2000s i open up uh what was the venue irving plaza irving plaza irving plaza Plaza. we meet in the green room um and he's like a hip-hop journalist at the time Mm -hmm. i was covering the event for the source oh wow were you yeah that's crazy so you're damn that's early you must have been the first person to put like a korean rap group or something in the source maybe could be Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, yeah, so he's covering for the source. He's writing with JK and stuff. Yeah. They're both, you know, journalists. And I meet him. We hit it off. We become friends and stuff. And later right. down the line, we just keep in touch online. Well, the reason why we we started, like, gelling was because we started shitting on other Asian rappers. <laughs> <laughs> best we're way like, to, you know, get along with somebody. We were so. like, like, we don't have, like, because everyone expected to get supported just because you were Asian. Oh, man. And me and you were like very adamant about yeah. not supporting just because they're Asian. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're like, yo, if it's whack, that makes us look bad. No, but for sure. At the time, everyone was just like, yeah, like we have yeah. to, you know, every, anybody. Vanilla, exactly. I, think, I think it was a time where we're all protective of our own culture in mm-hmm. a way where we want the best representation forward. Absolutely. Like we've gotten to the point where like there is space for everything, right? Like at the time we were so like, oh, if it's going to be the first, it has to be like yeah. an yeah. Eminem or something. But you especially know? Like, too, like within hip hop, right? Like we're such... We're such strong critics already, like outside of race. Right. Just like, yo, if that's wag, it's wag. You know what I mean? So definitely if we saw someone that looked like us that was coming incorrect, like we'll call that out. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. I, and so I, I meet him and we hit it off and we're, we talk, we stay in touch through whatever chat thing online. AIM. <laughs> AIM or, or Facebook Messenger yeah, or whatever something, the whatever the thing was. And he, I put out my first album. And it was called Fun With Dumb. Mm. Same name as this podcast. Wow. And he reviews it. And I was like, whoa, someone's actually like breaking down my songs and reviews my songs and stuff. You what know? score did you go? Give me a foot five. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't for the source, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like Beyond Race magazine. Or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> did you start it? <laughs> nah, but Rick, like... <laughs> He, he paid his dues. I remember he had like necro interviews. Remember your ignorant with it 
yeah uh, series Rec was really early on blogging and, <laughs> nah, for and sure. uh, potting actually too. yeah gum shit yeah um no nah, I, I had a whole you know i used to be a freelance uh journalist and yeah like i i it was like a dream to like interview all my favorite rappers and shit. like yeah yeah that was a that kind of made me start rapping i was gonna ask did you start you were a journalist before rapper yeah wow because my goal was just to get all these like um like uh like clips and then like become a novelist i wanted right. to write oh. books so i was like writing for like magazines and, and then um yeah like I, I got to i started interning at the source yeah and then um i had to like review all these rap like these new rappers and it was like the era of like when kid cuddy was coming up yeah mm. so like all those skinny jeans rappers right, 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 yeah right. and i was just like damn like if they're going for it, why can't I? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I was like, yeah, I'm gonna just, I'm it, gonna go for it. It felt kind of like an era where like non-rapper types would be rapping, right? Yeah, yeah it was all Kanye's sons. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. College dropout, like yeah. 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 Vest. like, like literally. That's why Kanye is so influential because literally his title is college dropout. You have yeah. a kid who's not coming up the way we heard rappers come up. Yeah, right. he, like he was just in college. He was like, I'm gonna rap instead, sure. you know? Yeah, yeah. Which very felt very Asian. <laughs> you know what Absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. Like, college dropout. Asians were like, wait, you could do that? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I knew Kanye was gonna be big, man. When I first heard him, yeah, I was, I was looking for kanye songs on like limewire yeah like like these pirating program i mean apps whatever and like i, I was looking for them when you could only find like one song like one freestyle yeah 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 you're early on kanye i was super early i mean it, that was one thing people loved saying back yeah i put him up i was up on that <laughs> do you remember when everyone used to say they were hella early on eminem like oh, he was man. like, the, I think he was. I was late on Eminem. I was pretty early on Eminem. Yeah, I was literally on him like uh, during Infinite. Oh really? Yeah, straight up because I I was I was a battle rap fan. Right. I used to burn battles on CDs and play battles, bro. Like audio, audio like battles. <laughs> I did that too. Uh, yeah, I, I, wow. you know all the famous ones: Super Nat versus Juice, Juice yeah. the Idea battles, yeah, all the Scribble Jam battles on audio. Yeah, actually, um, no, Eminem yeah, I did battles, that too. Cannabis, Eminem versus yeah, Cannabis yeah. was like one of the because these battles were actually some of the top downloaded hip hop songs on the download yeah, apps yeah, back absolutely. in the day on Napster, LimeWire. Yeah. Uh, what's the Bear Share? Bear share, bear share, yeah, bear share. Um, Kazam, what is Ka it? Kazah, Kazah, yeah. Kazah, Kazah. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't even said that word in that long. That's how crazy it Kazah, is. Yeah. So yeah, that, so, I missed that whole battle era, bro. You, you weren't into battling? No, 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 no. No, I mean, I'm not. I missed. I, I, I miss it. Like I wish it, we people still diss each other on tracks, man. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. they don't do that as much anymore. I, you know, it's more. It's. I think it's cooler to them that they're doing it uh, subliminally. Nah, now they're just killing each other, no? bro. <laughs> it's, is it pretty blatant? I, I will say that some of my favorite hip hop moments was like, you know, like being in high school, being at, being at summer school. Yeah. Because I, you know, I need to make up credits, and I'm with all my friends and like, like Beanie Siegel versus Jada Kid. Yes. You know? And everyone's like debating and just like, yo, you hear that? Shit? Nas and Jay, Nas yeah. and Jay. Yeah. I I think those are some of my favorite moments too. When we're just chilling and we're debating like who had the hardest on, verse. Bro. Yeah, you know, like because I feel like in rock they don't do that. <laughs> you know, <Nah>. they're not. <laughs> <laughs> That's one thing rock they doesn't do. do though, you think like, so? Like uh, solos. 
Yeah, they do it in guitar solos, bro. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Drum, solo, drum solos, solos, yeah. It's different. So they're it's like, oh, that, that drum solo is better than... Yeah. yeah. Man. Okay. Yo, the heated, M&M, heated debates. The Eminem carnage, bro, when he went on a <clears throat> run, bro, we just killed everybody. I I, I I did love when somebody, like... It, it was a great great time when somebody dissed M, and you were like, Oh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Here it comes. Yeah. Nah, it was a great time, man. I, yeah, yeah. I I will say, even for us personally, I love those moments. Like when we, even la- just maybe last year or mm-hmm. two years ago, where we'll get like really wasted and we're hanging out at a friend's house. And we go through like the history of hip hop on YouTube, <laughs> like just the different eras of, and movements yeah. of rap, and yeah. we're playing it. We're just jamming out, and the beats come on. We're freestyling. We're arguing about the things that, yeah, those are my favorite moments. Yeah, man. We, we're just fucked up and just battling each other and just just destroying Rick. You know, it's just Dude, awesome. I hate <laughs> battling this guy when he's, you know, when he's on that mode. Like, Rick Rec- has the best um, kind of. Uh, just letting your inhibitions go kind of freestyle dude I lost so many fans battling this guy just like they looked at me like I thought you were good (laughs) (laughs) everyone's had their kind of moments you've had you snap a lot of times on freestyles no no like at the end of the day that's one thing I love about hip hop it's cause like it's about like showmanship and winning the crowd over so like Rick I think I said this is a bad rap, but technically he's the best rapper right, you know, right. out of our group. Clean. I, I yeah. can't believe you said that. <laughs> you added the technically a shit it on me. No, no, I didn't. No, nah, I know really. what you mean. Yeah. But yeah, like, so he'll be rapping, he'll be killing it. But then I just like know what to say. To yeah, just, exactly. I, I, like, he'll do like 10 bars. Yeah. Just, to, you know, going crazy. And then I would say like two. And just <laughs> like, shut the fuck. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, that's yeah, the exactly. beauty about rap it's not like you know you you can put like a big l next to like an odb yeah and somehow still odb could be the better rapper at the time yeah, yeah. you know what i'm saying like it's about capturing that moment you, you gotta have I mean? just the, the looseness there's a drunken style to For to sure. rap too that sure. you know that hits you know yeah yeah, yeah. so shout out danny dude like every time danny comes to america he all we always freestyle he there's a moment there's like a night there's like a time where it's like 2 30 in the morning he's like well you know what time it is <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. You know what time it is boom bad beats but that's what i'm saying you know and he's he's a guy who's out there writing k-pop songs yeah. but he'll always be a oh, true man. hip-hop head because like yeah. he always has the urge to grab For the sure. mic and when we go to clubs we know that because he grabs the mic yeah but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even the time to do that you're right you know? right, right. But it's a good time <laughs> you guys watch 106 and park battles back in the day yeah of course yeah of course those that uh, rap city uh, Tigger's basement. You like know, we got to really hand it to 106 and Park because they were putting rap battles on television, on mainstream television. Yeah. Nobody was. MC. Yeah, nobody yeah. was doing that. And that's how we found out about Jin. Come on, dude. The first ever mainstream Asian rapper, yeah. really. Did, didn't you didn't you know about Jin before that, though? Nah, I did not. <laughs> I don't know writing. if I knew about Jin before that, actually. There was a site called MC Battles. Oh, yeah, oh. yeah, 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 yes. And I, I used I to did. watch yeah. him. I used to go like, on there, too. It's crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't know about and it. And I used I to tell everyone, I was like, yo, check him out. And then and he comes on 106 on Park, and then everyone's like, yo, you see this guy? I'm like, yeah. I told you about him, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like, MC yeah, Battles, it was spelled out E M C E E Battles. Yeah, yeah. And then the two faces. It's just two faces like this. This was this. By the way, mcbattles.com. This was before YouTube. 
yeah, yeah. before YouTube. So it was quick time or like real time, real right. player yeah. videos. That's you know what I mean? Crazy. Yeah. So this was before YouTube. Yeah, life bro. before YouTube. Do, do a KRS impersonation real quick. <laughs> do a KRS impersonation. It's a temple of hip hop. <laughs> I can't do it right it now. Is, it is insane. Like, KRS will add two more syllables to the word hip hop. Hip hop. To be an MC. <laughs> I, like, KRS really is like a, a tribe leader when it comes to hip hop. Oh, like, yeah. Everyone gather around. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Like, you really want to. <laughs> No, you really want to. You really want to gather around when when KRS has something to say about yeah, hip hop. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how he did it, but he added like fifteen more elements to hip hop. And he's like, actually, hip hop has twenty elements. He wrote a book, bro. Yeah, I know. He wrote a bible like that's like like five hundred pages. Yeah, are you yeah. serious? Yeah, that's crazy. Shout out KRS. Shout you out know. KRS. Uh, and also. Um, uh, the, the other end of that, I would say Wu Tang. Uh, no, 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 Slick Rick, another old school dude. Slick, Slick Rick just had this kind of oh, swag to him yeah. on stage. I love, he, out of all, so like when I start digging and going back to like the old school era yeah. stuff, Slick Rick was the one who really yeah, like, me too. Storytelling, to yeah. I always liked like kind of like the weirdos or like the people who had like a, you know, like a unique um, like delivery or voice. So yeah. I was like, I like the ODBs, I like the Buster Rhymes. Yeah, I like, you know what I'm saying. Like that was kind of. What spoke to me? Everyone had has their little taste. Like I was really oh. into kind of the the high pitched nasally yeah. rappers like Q Tip uh -huh. and, and Be Real. Like Tosh. I think because I kind of had that voice, yeah. So I really was drawn to like nasally, That's so interesting, yeah, nasally rappers. I used to Damn. for some reason I felt like they cut through more because of their voice, like idea or something. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I, I was. Did you ever rap like Q Tip after listening to him? For yeah, a my my. It's weird. I have a weird, like, kind of deep and nasally voice at, mm -hmm. at the same time, kind mm -hmm. of. Yeah. But I, when I would rap, I would lean more into nasally. So I would mm. be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like like the kind of, like, in Far Side, you hear Booty Brown or something, you know right, what I mean? Like, right. just something that's really kind of... In my younger days. In my younger days, you used to get... Yeah. What a rag. Yeah, exactly. So that, that was kind of what I was drawn to a little bit. Um, yeah. But yeah, did you ever listen to Korean hip hop? As a I kid? never grew up on Korean hip hop. Wow, never. I, I that's my first time ever experienced Korean hip hop. I've heard about like Drunken Tiger, but yeah, I did the show with Drunken Tiger. That was the first. That was my first really introduction to Korean hip hop because on that lineup, the flyers right here, just two thousand nine. Yeah, my first time ever in Korea. I had never gone to Korea. This yeah. was my first ever. R sixteen. What is that? R sixteen, and the lineup says Drunken Tiger. Epic High, Rock Iris Science from Dilated Peoples, yeah. Roscoe Umali, who used to be part of Drunken Tiger, the group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. DJ P Tricks and me. That's crazy. So that was my first time ever in Korea. And um I forget when it was, man. I was I was a young kid listening to 1310 AM. That's like the AM, like Korean radio broadcasting radio station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Virginia. This is like late at night, like three in the morning. And then they played the Drunken Tiger song, the violins. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That changed my life. I was like, what the hell is this? They, they dude? had the camp camp low sampled the same Yeah, right? yeah Dude, yeah. it was that's when I fell in love with I was like, okay, Korean hip hop. Cause before then it was very like poppy. There's just like dances to it. 
you know but then i was like oh this is some because i was in the underground mode at that time. actually jk kind of had the, a nasally yeah he did um, a rap style yeah a lot of korean you know, like groups the, had like both they, they had that like kind of high way, low yeah that like kind of be realish west yeah. coasty because i know he you know he's from the west coast right he grew up around that era of like far side the wascals yeah you know and yeah that kind of playful rap where they're going in and out of each yeah. other pause uh yeah but fiber optics and he's yeah. <laughs> fiber optics. <laughs> why? Why when you start doing like fi- like intricate raps, like it's yeah. always like fiber optics or it's like some space some astronomical. Some- I like I like uh, seeing Korean hip hop because like it, it, it's it's cool seeing like how they interpret like the regional styles of America, you know? Yeah. And um, I mean, with the internet, just like it's way more instant because like back in the day it would take some time to get over there yeah but now like you know they're seeing it they're they're up on more things than like we are i feel like because we're like like you know we're not on like world worlds or whatever like as as often anymore yeah but i go to korea and i'm like oh damn like they're up on the the new they're already making music like that yeah because they they are I think it's easier to uh, remain a fan when it's harder access to it. That's true. Not that it's like super harder, but like, I think we just, we're just closer to the We feel like we're here, you know? So we don't have to be like nerd out the way we used to go on every blogs, you know, whether it was like two dope boys or, you know, uh, enemy, all that. Yeah. Um, And then now like, but over there, they're like constantly looking for stuff because most korean rappers out there don't really like other korean rap mm. they like american rap yeah you know what i mean so i feel like they they dig more right like we're, we don't dig as much we got kind of got spoiled just being here we're like why do we need to dig we can go down the block <laughs> but there's still nothing down the block yeah. it's being dumped on me <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Digging. Yeah. yeah 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 so i i don't know i think there's a level of like curation that is involved and curiosity to keep you really involved in the culture and I think as you get older you might be more distant from the culture as you get less curious about what's popping out there unless your job is like an A&R this doesn't even go for hip hop but in general if you see like this phenomenon or like whatever it is sometimes you have to like be with the fans of that thing to understand it 100% you know even Young Thug when he first came out I didn't get it uh-huh. really you know even though like it's like right up my alley right um but then i saw like uh, I, th- I saw danny with it heavy and yeah. then he was like singing along and i was like damn this is actually super fun right and just yeah right right, right right i i knew thugger was amazing didn't you book him like early early on spam, for and, spam eggs? and eggs we wow. almost got him for spam and eggs that's Whoa. crazy but like we could have gotten him i think one of the promoters was just like eh, yeah no one knows him blah blah but he was famous through the song stoner stoner at the time. that was exactly. the first song that yeah. kind of was out but when i heard that song i thought he was sick yeah like he snapped on that song there's all these sections and it's like uh, so i was sold on him through stoner to be right, honest right um well excuse me <laughs> this guy you could say i was <laughs> early on uh, yeah. early adopter over yeah. here. on that he's not even a stoner no more no, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. you know, he still smokes. uh <laughs> but yeah i mean i just feel like yeah i love all the new stuff is there like you know I just, yeah go ahead i just like that um like for older heads that don't like the new sh- I feel like one way for them to kind of understand it is like back in the day, you know, like it was like 
you were just you could you could write you could write a verse at home and bring it to the studio and then just pick a beat and then rap over that. Yeah. Mm. Whereas today, it's like you can't make the rap unless you hear the beat. Mm. So like rappers are more focused on like Crafting finding pockets right, and right, right. and writing melodies. Yep, yep. You know what I mean? So yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. I think that's the best way. Even the recording of- process is different now. You know, like yeah, you know, back in the day we'd like prepare and then walk into the booth, right, and isolate ourselves. Now I've seen recording line sessions where they, yeah, they literally pass the mic. It's like a, it's like a karaoke. Mic. I prefer that. Yeah, honestly, yeah, because I, I, I went through all that whole process of being the guy who writes three verses, yeah. going to the studio. And I didn't like it after I laid it down. Right. I wish I would have known when I was trying it out live. You right. know what I'm saying? So it saves a lot of time, to be honest. Yeah, I was that guy. Like, I'd hide in the corner of the room with the, with the pad. Like, you still are that guy. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh, well, the song that I just dropped, um, Heli- Helicopter Music, by yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's fire. That, I, I, that's how I kind of recorded it. What? Like, line for line? Yeah, I started out just like writing it out and then like, um, I was getting kind of stumped, so I just went in the booth, and then we just kind of did it line by line. Yeah. <laughs> when is the first time you re- you realize <laughs> you were good at rapping? Like someone gave you a compliment. I'll tell you my first time. Yeah, I was going to the open mic, and for weeks I didn't think I was good because that mm. was like my new standard. In my school, I was killing it, whatever. But I started going to Project Blood, which is an open mic in South yeah. Central. I'm doing. I'm so nervous every couple, every first few weeks. I'm just like, damn, these fools are so good. You know what I mean? Right. I got to go back to drawing board type thing. Kept going every week. Started freestyling more and more, and I'm getting better and better. And finally, like I just heard like a random dude who had been visiting Project Blood for the first time, and he said, "Yo, Jackie Chan can spit." <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, you mean it? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it was like, you mean me? <laughs> it was funny because it's like a, a diss <laughs> and a compliment in one, but it was like the best compliment I ever right, got. Right, right. And then you were like, stop, don't hurt my uncle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my so God. So that was, that. I remember that being a moment for me. That That's one thing that I like, really like about uh, uh, like our, us as friends as rappers because we all grew up battling a lot yeah like nobody could take that away from us yeah nah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's how manifest and i first met yeah you guys battled we battled they battled and then you did little smooches at the end yeah yeah pretty much <laughs> we were battling in the parking lot and then we're like it just went on for hours and i was like yo you you nice he's like yo you nice and then we became a team <laughs> that was beautiful no i, re- I really <laughs> love just kind of the Wait, I, how did how did you guys when you first uh that's how it happened we had mutual respect at the end what did you do you guys remember the combo no i think i I, you know what i gotta respect i I think rick saw that i was like kind of (laughs) mad i i was (laughs) of that battle because at the talent show like clearly okay i'm this sounds like you're right this sounds like an excuse but the the organizers of the talent show definitely loved rick and the gift like they were fans of they used a gift beat for the The, battle the beat that they used for the battle The beat that they used for the battle was the same beat they that they rapped on the gift. Yeah, what beat? What beat was it? I think it's Mockingbird M- Eminem, Eminem, which Eminem. is a double time. It's yeah. the worst. So, so that was my argument afterwards. While I was why I was mad. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, what? Come on, man, y'all. No, nah, I, I don't. Beat? I don't. I don't consider and, that a and W. And Rick, seeing that I was mad, he was like trying to give me his prize money. <laughs> oh, what the hell? Yeah, yeah. And I was yeah. like. All right, man. <laughs> you You're all it? right. No, I didn't take it. I didn't take it. I didn't take it, right? No, you I don't didn't. think I take you it. You didn't take it. Uh, today, like, I, 
you're are you done rapping or what? What's going nah, on? Nah, nah, nah. You just nah. got back from a battle, bro. I just battled. No, no. But are you gonna stop just, cutting out music? I just battled. I just battled. <laughs> <laughs> I just battled. I mean, to be honest, but you know, you just mentioning that that's interesting because yeah. I obviously have taken a hiatus from putting out albums and yeah. being in the studio, so yeah. it did feel kind of like, am I gonna rap again? But I just did a battle, and I've yeah. been preparing for a battle for the last month or two, you yeah, know? for sure. So I am in the culture. I'm rapping. Nah. You know what I mean? It's always great seeing you battle, man. Yeah, it's fun, man. <laughs> and at the end of the day, you know, like, like some, I don't, some people, like, when they want to, like, use, like, a really cringe, like, they're like, oh, dumb, just a battle rapper. But it's yeah. like, the f like that's one of the hardest things to do. I yeah. think. Are you kidding me? A lot of people saying just a battle rapper is kind of funny to me because yeah. then you do it. Try it. <laughs> yeah. Try it. Let's see if you yeah. can do I, it. Like, yo, I, I'm never going to do it because that looks so fucking hard, bro. I, <laughs> I mean, it's not that it's hard. I, I'm, I know if you guys like sat down and did it, you could you could do it. Yeah, but the other guy might be all of a sudden crazy ten times better than you that night. Exactly, no one can predict that part. Yeah. You know, what yeah. I mean, I could work the hardest to prepare my stuff, and there could be a dude who gets an angle on you. I mean, it's combat. That you sports. cannot come back. It's from. combat sports. You know, like you, you when you you could train for a fight, but you could get knocked out. That's true. You know what I that's mean? That's what it is, and, yeah. and I, that's why I respect anyone who steps in the ring because Absolutely. anything can happen in the ring, and you could even practice all day and all of a sudden blank out in the middle of it, right? Yeah. Which might be the worst nightmare oh, you could have in, in a rap arena. That's you know? the worst. So I got mad respect for everyone who's battle rapping. For I sure. truly believe that's one of the front lines of like MC. Same. Well, I mean, it's not you know, it's not just us, but it's like like Jay Z's an avid battle rap right you know aficionado like um yeah drake yeah exactly. you know a fan of your Diddy. shit a lot of these dudes funded battle rap events lost money on it just so they could watch their favorite battle rappers yeah. battle against each other yeah you know it's incredible mm -hmm. um i mean you know I, i'll tell you right now just kind of we're gonna wrap things up right but, um shout out to battle rap still going on you know i hope there's more cyphers out there going on too man amongst the younger generation i hope there's like a schoolyard right now with kids circle you know so you do you think there's a yeah okay yeah, <laughs> Wait, yeah actually, I'm, yo i'm pretty sure yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i feel sure. like you know what though <clears throat> instead of just like uh random cyphers i feel like they just put the they hit record and then they just do a site. Like, Which is kind of incredible, too, in its own way. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, yeah, let's, let's all play our songs. And one at a time, yeah. they're playing the songs they just recorded. Yeah. It's interesting. <clears throat> yeah. I think kids are smarter now where it's just like, instead of wasting time, not wasting time, but just doing it for nothing, like, let's let's record it. <laughs> let's make money. Right. You know? Yeah. It's kind yeah. of like the smarter. Yeah. Instead of just freestyle. Imagine yeah. if we recorded our stuff and kind of like put it together it would be a whole different situation yeah because we talk about how it was such a precious time in our lives but really if we had the capabilities and the tools now wouldn't we just make the song yeah in a way yeah but we yeah. we also look at it as like it was sparring like it was it was very it was like it was a necessary part a cypher like the blunt rides come on man like in the back of the car like that's yeah. gonna happen forever um yeah man i really enjoyed this actually i, I love this one this one's great I really enjoyed it. Still hungover, but yeah, I did enjoy it. Are you hungover? Yeah. Oh, wow. Damn. <laughs> I never got to experience that again. <laughs> <laughs> what would be equivalent to like a hangover if you're sober? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll wrap it on that, guys. Um, uh, any last words, man? 50 years of hip hop. Man, I, think I, I just got to say, you know, um, I love and appreciate the culture. I'll never take it for granted, you know? Yeah. And um, yeah, just I'm still doing music 
might retire in a couple of years. Mm. We'll see. But uh, yeah, just grateful. Grateful, you know, that it brought us together as well. That's true. That's true. How about really? you, Rick? I'm so grateful that on August 11, 1973 and 1520, Sedgwick Avenue, Sedgwick. DJ Cool Herc <laughs> at that back to school party. He did. Which birthed that hip hop. In the rec room. And yes, just, you know, just for inspiring me to become a rapper, taking me all around the world. New Year, the Ox music coming out, Bob Ross and this whole food thing wouldn't be possible without the hip hop element to it too, you know? So it's my way of paying respect and paying dues as well. Um, very grateful for hip hop. My West Coast affiliates, Project Blowed, Good Life Cafe, where they gave me my first start, a forum and open mic where I can go and yeah. rap and see some of the best freestylers and battle rappers in the world. Um, Juice was another spot mm. in Los Angeles. J-U-I-C, it was like an acronym, which I forget the meaning. Uh, <laughs> G Kung Flow oh, come on. was an open mic that you had what? Asian rappers. What? <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> okay, okay, we can cut that one out All then, right. or beep it out. Right. <laughs> it's even funnier. <laughs> um, I mean, there's people that we might not be cool with yeah. in that journey too. But there were, you know. But that's how hip hop is. I think. I think there's so many eclectic personalities yeah. that it's hard to keep a long term friendship with somebody in this culture. That's yeah. true. There's a lot of just characters and people <clears throat> who are going through a lot of things that participate in this culture because we're venting ultimately yeah. you know we express true. yourself through wow. this really interesting art form so i'm very grateful man i'm grateful for hip-hop in so many ways mm -hmm. it has brought mm -hmm. us together for real like yeah I, that's literally how we all met through yeah. hip-hop <laughs> let's start out with the, with the b-boy stance bro <laughs> oh man that ain't hip-hop all right bro. guys uh thanks for tuning in yes. uh, i love y'all we love hip-hop uh Thank tune you, in next week for another episode of fun with dumb peace